guys we're back episode 29 29 uh a little bit of update for you from last episode got with uh granddad and asked him about how old yancey was when she, she did stop driving and she was 102 102 102 when she stopped driving and then i asked benton how old she was when she was like so she was born she... 1906 which is before like mainstream cars before like mainstream cars i would say i mean things really started popping out i would say like pumping out like maybe like in the 20s you could i was gonna say. say like the 15 1915 16 yeah. i think is when the model t so the model t is what brought the car to everyone basically yeah but um during her time it looked up like popular times which would have been like in, in the 20s because mm -hmm. by that time she probably would have been like 16 which i don't know i can't i don't even know like honestly at that time you could fuck it you probably could have been 12 they, they literally didn't have that she was like older than the dmv just about that's what i'm saying like she i don't even know if they even had like license it was like hey like don't hear back he, in the good old days back in the good old days <laughs> it was hey here's this stick because i and some of the cars obviously these are gonna be steering wheels but the first ones were just like a stick thing that you like video game uh-huh but like grab this wheel this way goes this way that way it goes that way here's like the shifter don't hit anybody and you're good now granted most of these motherfuckers can only go like tops 30 yeah <laughs> but yeah there are a bunch of yeah Ford cars, Lexington Motor Company, Moon Motor Company, Ohio Motor Vehicles. Like there were obviously this is like during the car boom, so there's always like a ton of different brands and uh -huh. stuff. Um, but I think Ford is gonna be like your most popular one. But they all look like the Model T. Yeah, they all look just about the same. But it is kind of crazy to think about that. Back in the day, there was no. Probably no like driving test. They didn't really have roads. Either. No roads. Like, think like, about the how insane the infrastructure changed just in her lifetime. Yeah, roads were really just. Was she from around here, like, like from Suffolk? I think so. That's crazy. I want to say yes. Yeah. That she was from Suffolk, so then she would have been driving just dirt roads, hundred percent dirt roads. Yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. Really, that's actually really weird to think about. Damn, that's well crazy. It is. It but, is really wild. So, yeah, good old, good old Yancey passed at 108. So six years before she passed, she was driving. She was driving. She was driving, and I think she ended up just being like, "Yeah, I'm kind of tired of driving. I'm like, someone else drive me now." Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even think something happened or anything like that. Like, I'm done. I'm done with this. But yeah, I mean. I'm getting too old. Infrastructure with roads, stop signs, uh, mm -hmm. lights, lights. Man. Everyone should probably just pissed drunk, drinking like yeah. it was totally normal. Like that's just insane to me. So, that yeah, wild times with Nancy. Wild times. Wild times. She she definitely had a crazy life. Um, <clears throat> but this podcast wanna. Uh, bring up a topic or an idea or just a thought that I had about video games and for people that don't know video games are kind of heading into the VR and we touched on VR um, last episode mm -hmm. so I want to get this ties into it so with VR you know it's gonna get more realistic and stuff and 
eventually it's going to move from just standing still, holding like this, wearing a headset, to like being on a track or like treadmill or something like that. Like, you think eventually like video game nerds are just going to be like jacked, like jacked dudes, <laughs> like, or like, like track star, like athletes or like just ultra fit because like they're like literally all they do all day is like like do these shooting games and stuff and like running like uh-huh. on like it's like ultra Drop realistic shot. yeah <laughs> like, they like jump in and stuff like <laughs> or like back. they're like they're, they're attached to like cords and stuff so they can have like a little like less gravity so they can like jump and so it's maybe not as much of a strain like on their body but like imagine like advanced warfare if you like actually had a jetpack vr where you <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyway, but, yeah no that would that's gonna get I think that's interesting to think about. Like it is. I don't know if like it'll be that popular. You know, um, I don't think so either. But I think there's gonna be a genre of like jack video jack gamers, gamers like that are on the treadmills and like, like carrying an actual. Eventually, they're gonna start drug testing for <laughs> video games. Oh my gosh! No people steroids. taking people taking roids to be able to run. Fast I wonder if there's an actual thing if you it, um. If EA Sports drugs test, like or just yeah, like just, for like just Adderall, call, yeah, Adderall like gaming stuff. Like I wonder if they if they Cocaine. test, maybe. But it, I mean, I don't see the point of then yeah, Adderall maybe to help like the focus. But like, what if I have a prescription like for it? Like you know, I've been taking it for no, years. Exactly. Like, do I have an edge or do I have to not have to like have it out of my system to like play in the game? I don't, I don't know. know. That, that's something I'd be interested. To I'm sure they don't care that about. much. Nah, I'm sure. They're like, do whatever drugs you want. Just I don't play, know, man. Just play well. I don't know. Dude, some of these games, man, these competitions are like a $100,000 prize dude, for like yeah. a team of like five. Yeah. Like. Well, dude, some of them are like million dollar prizes for a team of five. God, you imagine that. I think Nade Shot, when, like, the thing that really got Nade Shot was when he was, I think, on Optic. Mm-hmm. They won something, and he got like $120,000 out of it when he was like 16, I think. Can you imagine that? Oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, like video game. Oh, that's nice. Is that side job? No, no, that's like what I do for a living. Oh, like a living? Oh, good life? Yeah, I make about 100k a year. Like more than yeah, that probably now. more more than but, that now. Like yeah, it's insane. I mean, that's just always something. I think that's just really crazy to think about. No, oh, hey, I play video games, make up mil- ninja. Yeah, makes like five mil, or maybe more. Who knows? Yeah, I just play video games every day. Get a couple million here and there. Dude, it's... it's Dye my hair blue. Wear a headband. Sit in a, sit in a chair all day. <laughs> talk yeah. talk shit to 12-year-olds. <laughs> it's crazy how much money they make. Dude. It really is. But yeah, it's just an idea or a thought about... Video games and where they can progress to. Yeah, like virtual tennis and stuff. Like, or mm-hmm. just like shooting instead games. of... What if it was, like, instead of the athletes playing the sport, like, playing it, they're playing it as the video game, you know? Like, you're saying, like, LeBron's running on a track, playing the video game, but not in the game, so he can't, like, get hurt, really, you know? That'd be kind of a movie. What if, like, COVID hits, pandemic hits, no one can, like, leave their house or something like that, like, or, like... No one's really left their house in like years or something like that. And it's all robot delivery or something like that. But yeah, NBA and all these things are going up. So people have sports rooms in there, which is like just one big giant like track and they're tied in or something and they're VR and you go in, into like 
the like, field. Yeah, yeah. And now you're playing, you're running. LeBron yeah. James is experiencing it as if he was like on the court. Yeah. But he's really just in his house. But he, yeah. And if he, you know, let's say though, like what I was thinking is, let's say he jumps up for a rebound and comes down on someone else's ankle, like his virtual player might get hurt. Uh, his but he's he's hurt. fine. He's hurt. You know what I'm saying? That's interesting. No more injuries. Yeah. Unless I mean, you could literally say, like yeah, you yeah. could say, like, no more injuries at that point. Interesting. I mean, obviously, I don't think he'll ever get to that. Yeah, <laughs> it's really, I mean, that's re- pretty sci-fi far out, but that's just really funny to think about with that. Like, yeah. get baseball, you're just down your basement, just swinging. <laughs> you get hit with the baseball, like, in, like, in your little chamber in your house, it's, like, air, and you're, yeah. like, oh! And you're like, oh, that didn't hurt. Well, dude, like, in... I, I think that's another thing as well that will eventually come is going to be full body like suit gaming experience where you can feel like, you can feel like your environment like water yeah. and you like, like start to feel wet yeah like something like that or like you know someone taps you on the, like you on the back you put the head like, thing on and you go it. underwater and it like restricts your oxygen <laughs> stop breathing it kills me <laughs> the mass just floods yeah um I don't, yeah, that's like another thing. I think that will eventually come a thing. Yeah. I really do. That may take you know a couple hundred years, but I think that would be. Would a... you uh, play some Skyrim? Definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, what if like, dude, the suit got cold, the uh-huh. suit got hot, like temperature wise, where your climate is. Yeah, I don't know about how they're getting some like wetness other than maybe like getting like colder. Uh huh. Um, but dude, they can do that pretty well with like. Even just a little bit of moisture and uh, cool air. Mm-hmm. If they could have like, I don't want to say like little water. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They That'd be just, interesting. Yeah. Or just like somehow sprays mist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's a fan in it. You're on a boat. You're like getting hit with the wind. <laughs> surfing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spit out um, the barrel. I don't know. It, I just really think things are going to get, or will eventually, I mean, get crazy. <laughs> Dude, why is my cat loving this right now? I don't know. She's funny. Dude, my, my cat's being so needy right now. Christian's <laughs> bedding the heck out of my cat. I don't know if you can, y'all can see that. I'm <laughs> like rolling Dude, her eyes. She back. is loving this. What the heck? <laughs> you never do this with me. Uh, but, anyhow. Who, no. me or the cat? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just think video games in general and kind of tying in last week's episode with vr is going to be crazy yeah. it's going to be out, out of this world i mean a lot of stuff that we were talking about like the training stuff is sort of like yeah video games mm-hmm. in a sense because they're just have like you know an army or whatever yeah, like a the, gun we do modeling they, simulation for the army yeah. right now they wear vr stuff and they like literally have a setup where it looks weird but they bring in like smells too like they'll have the smell of gunpowder like poked Dude, in there like the smell of like raw flesh will go into like the you room. go like, to disney and you see what they're doing at an entertainment park and it's like okay yeah like the government's got some crazy stuff <laughs> Because Disney, Disney. bro, there's this Avatar ride that Mm -hmm. like they do where it makes you feel like you're flying on the back of those big beast things. things. Um, the big, big ones, not like the one that you connect with. Yeah, like the big orange one in the end, like the king size dragon. I guess, yeah, basically. Yeah, and they have like the mist and the smell of like moss and earth when you go near like what you know how they have like pillars in the sky. Yeah. 
and like the mist yeah you get like totally shacked in it too you get barreled like a motherfucker <laughs> it's like this massive tsunami wave that your little dragon goes in and just like, it was Damn. like the coolest barrel i've ever been in but it was freaking virtual yeah i've never i've never been on a virtual roller coaster it's a really cool ride um we had to wait like an hour and a half <laughs> yeah we waited a long time i kept asking everybody is it worth it they're like yeah it was worth it it was i got okay. barreled yeah okay. it was worth it so if i if i do if I, if I ever go to disney world maybe i'll uh but they have other rides too that are like virtual like that that do the same thing like with the wind and the smells and it is pretty wild if a theme park's doing it what else is out there yeah so pretty crazy who knows where it's gonna be who know maybe one day we'll be we'll be playing outer space maybe you know with that talking about space can you own space can you own outer space can you own outer space i don't think so so this question comes from uh humans i guess own outer space so brianne submit this one here so she's talking about like commercialization of space so you know obviously elon and bezos and maybe like maybe like the virgin mobile guy whatever they're like going to space they're traveling out there can you own space like can you own this media or something like that can you own the moon can you like say this is my quadrant area you remember like you know, space is like I don't know, three D. Otherwise, everything's three D. But like, you know, what I'm saying with I know what you're saying. Like, I don't know. I get what you're saying, and I don't know how to. Uh, how can I put this? Survey space yeah. so that you can say that you own like this you're my area long- of longitude, latitude, and depth, or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. is my area or something? If you enter that X, Y, and Z axis, like I mean, realistically, like. Yes, I guess technically, if somebody like, do you think someone can own an asteroid? Yeah, I mean, I guess my thing is, is if I'm thinking of it like, if I can own a piece of a star, dirt. Well, I was just gonna say dirt on the Earth, mm-hmm. a little square of dirt on the Earth. Then like, yeah, why can't you own a? I guess, but you... maybe it goes like if you. Think about, you know how they talk about that silo tunnel that goes all the way up to yeah. the heavens? Yeah. I guess it's yours, wherever you live, straight up. Yeah, but it's always moving, though. They're just spinning, right? Well, I guess, sort of. That's the thing, like, I don't know how you get into that. All I know is, it. so you can't own any land. In, like, in, if you in, put a satellite up in the orbit that stayed right above your house... At all times, you know, like, but the satellite stays still and the Earth moves, right? Is that how that works? I don't think so, dude. Or the satellite moves with the Earth. I think satellites are moving as well. That's what I'm saying. So if you could get the satellite to go right above your house and be moving with the Earth in your silo, then that's your satellite in space that you can do whatever you want with, I guess. I don't think... If you want to think about it that deep, which I don't know if I do. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but... Getting well, maybe not as deep. I can't believe it. I actually just pulled a whisker out of my cat's fucking. Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude! I'm sorry, dude. Feel is she like really into that thing? I, I know it's a 
full-on hair. Sorry, bud. I, I was just scratching you. Um, but it's like a porcupine, prick. like the moon. Yeah, I let's mean, just focus on that. Like, do you think you're gonna be able to own a piece of the move, colonize, colonize the moon, the moon. and stuff like that? Sure. But, like, but who gets to say like this is this is people who get America? There. People who get there. But like, you think that's gonna be allowed? But I, you know, it, it, well, like, that's the thing. Like, it might not be America. It might be. New Moon, New Moonland, New Moonland, yeah, or whatever. Because you got to think like what's going to eventually end up happening is the same thing that sort of happened with the settlers in America, where they were owned by a king who lived so far away that it was like, why the heck are we listening to this guy? Like, think about if a sect of America went and lived on the moon, and there really wasn't an easy way for many people to like get to the moon. Yeah. If those people on the moon had some sort of fire weapons where, like, you try, you trying to get to the moon, they can just blow you up. Like, they have a pretty good advantage for, like, war, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... I wonder if there's going to be policies put in place just like how Antarctica, you know, like, the, mm-hmm. the entryway into, like, the inner world where the aliens live. <laughs> Which you believe, yeah. Um, you know, you can't own... No one can own land. Well, the, the aliens can. But. Well, aliens own Antarctica, but listen, like no country can own Antarctica. You also can't travel there. Uh-huh. Um, you have to like special permission and stuff like that, uh, which I just find interesting. But really, special permission. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but like, you think this could be the same way with the moon? You think they're going to be like, hey, no one can own the moon? You think the UN or whatever's going to come together? Try, yeah. And then China's gonna come and fucking take it all. China's <laughs> gonna get there first, start taking shit, and then Space Race 2.0 happens, get our ass up there, and start conquering as much as we can. Definitely the backside, the dark side of the moon. The dark side of the moon? That's where all the other aliens hang out, though. So, mm. yeah. The ones that aren't in Antarctica in the center of the Earth yeah. hang out of the moon? Yeah, that's the dark side. Out. That's where they watch. That's the observation place. Observation but, tower? Yeah. Sorry for people that you don't know. <laughs> The conspiracy theories behind that. You should look it up, though. There's a... <laughs> be changed. Be changed. <laughs> I mean, it's just facts. But, yeah, I don't know. It, it just... You know, obviously, we're thinking so so damn far ahead. Like, hundreds of thousands of years in the future. But, you know... <laughs> hundreds of thousands of years in yeah. the future. I don't think that far. But, like, you know, eventually, Earth's gonna go boom. Boom. Like Wally, you know. Everyone hops on the ship, they and they, they book it out of here. Obviously, they come back, but let's say they didn't come back. They're traveling, they're finding, like, other Earths and stuff like that. Like, that is really weird to think about new colonization of territories. Because there's really no new plate, like, new lands to discover on Earth, right? Mm, I mean. Like, like, top land. Obviously, there's, like, underneath stuff, but, like subterranean but everything like there's, on top like well i think that there's like especially in like canada like it sort of depends on what you mean because like at the same time there's surveyable. places in canada that are like n- probably never been touched by humans i know that but we know that they're there that that they're there and stuff like yeah that. i mean i guess we pretty the, much know that the earth like, is where everything is on the earth yeah that's what i say the earth is 100 percent mapped on the surface. Decent. What do you I don't think know. so? Probably not. You don't you don't think that there's like 
a one little spot like we don't know it's here and we can't get there? I mean, you know it's there. How can I put this? You know it's there, but you might not know exactly what's there. I don't know, dude. I think everything has been discovered, like, surface level-wise. Like, we know there's islands here or something like that, like... Because we've flown over them, like we've seen it, or well, satellite now imaging, you know, or Google Earth. Yeah, but imagine a place where there's a tree, a hundred foot tree canopy that you can't see down in. You don't know what's in there. There could be ruins in there. there True. Could, like that. That that is a fact. So that I guess I'm thinking more like way more like surface, surface level, like literally just a map. Yeah, I mean, we know how big the Earth is. Yeah, like think about back in the day where no one knew in England. What the hell was that way across this yeah. body of water? It was the cliff. Yeah, well, yeah, it was it was a flat flat Earth. It is still still a flat Earth. <laughs> Columbus, when he did it, he hit the teetering point and actually stuck to the water on the other side. Yeah, and then came around. But that's another day, another talk about you know the real Earth and how it's flat. Yeah. But so many conspiracy theories this episode. Put your tin hats on. Yeah, for real. But I just I like that's something I wish that still happened like nowadays on Earth at least like or that was something you could do like go like discover like new lands. I mean you sort of can to yourself. Don't bring a map. Yeah, I know, I know. But it's it's, like so cool. Like Like, imagine if when we were up at the Blue Ridge Parkway instead of going on a trail, we just walked with some fucking compasses and. Went and got lost. And, and died, yeah. <laughs> tried to find our way back for Sac- fun. Sacagawea style? Sacagawea style. Yeah, Lewis and Clark. I don't know, man. I don't know, it's just some of the things. I think it's just interesting stuff. It is. Pretty cool. And who knows what what we're going to... I mean, in the future, obviously, surveying is going to be so easy because you could probably... It's just going to be a drone or satellite I, scan, I can't scanning wait for it. I don't understand how we're not there yet. Yeah, like, I know we talked about that in some past episodes about surveying all these lands with uh on like roads right yeah i don't understand how there's not like a way to get a drone to just like like you see in movies i guess where they 3d image sensor the entire 100 by 100 foot that they're looking at and replicate it and then yeah we can do a little 10 by 10 inch yeah. replica of 3d printing is it's gonna get sick. Survey, like scan something, and that automatically uploads it to like a 3D AutoCAD system, and then it prints it out. Yeah, that's gonna be really cool. Actually, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't understand. I can't what wait we're for waiting that. on. I don't know. Um, we're waiting but, on someone to make it happen. It could be you. Could be you. <laughs> um, funny. Joe just asked about. What does gaming look like in the future? <laughs> really? Yeah. You can watch this episode, Joe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, now I want to uh, bring another topic from our faithful listener, Brianne Habit. Uh, she, she wants to know a little she bit about... She brought this up, too? Yeah. yeah. She, she wants to know a little bit about uh, the job market, kind of what it's looking like, and... What are our thoughts what on What are our job thoughts on the market. job market? She's looking right now, I guess, at different things or applying to different stuff. Um, she is trying she's got her law degree or she's yeah, looking for I think law hers is like law stuff but she sent a uh, like a job posting I believe it's what it, oh, it was on Snapchat I don't have it but it was pretty much like some job saying 40 hours a week um, 
like minimum over time if you don't it's better if you don't have a family or any kids or something like that like really i was like so pretty much if you just want to work your whole entire life and never have any free time exactly um but obviously we have two different jobs mine is still i would say the basic corporate america type of job 7 30 to 5 um but well, it's like it's probably in my opinion the top end of jobs that are bearable for most people i like your i think your company in general like what i was trying to say that that came out not how i wanted it but your company is a good company to work for yeah. like it's a fun job yeah yeah Sometimes <laughs> it is still, you know, show up and no, it's it's still a, a that American sort of, dream type of corporate America type of job. You show up in forty hours and you do this work and you produce to get this person like, huh, like you know, produce yeah. their stuff for that person to produce that stuff and yeah. stuff like that. I'm not saying it's pyramid scheme, but like, <laughs> so it's like this, but it's not a pyramid scheme. I swear, um, it's, it's an inverse pyramid. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so obviously anyone that doesn't know what I do really quick, I just do corporate, uh, corporate America, like recruiting, pretty much recruiting staffing. So people that need jobs, um, or companies that need people for their positions, I go and I find those people just AKA like headhunting is pretty much how it goes. So that's all I do, but it's definitely hardcore, like corporate stuff. It's gotten a whole lot better because when I first started off, it was like, clean shaven full suit tie jacket now now i can like wear like a solid sweater like in jeans and mm -hmm. stuff like so it's gotten a whole lot better um now and they definitely do take care of you it's a really good company but seven thirty to five hit your numbers produce 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 uh, producer die yeah producer producer get the fuck out is <laughs> is pretty much how it uh it comes down to but i I just think that, and I and I can tell with obviously all I do is talk to people all day. One, COVID really really boosted up the remote jobs, really sped that up. I know, like when I was working before, pre COVID, I don't think we ever had like I never worked on a single job that was remote. Yeah, and that's the, the thing. Like there was very few people who did. Yeah, and there is sort of like what you said, like a speed up where it's ramped. There was sort of a movement, a very small movement that I don't think a lot of people even really knew about to make your work remote in like a corporate America job like you're talking about, yeah. where you basically like let's say Benton had a meeting uh at work at from like the last thirty minutes of work, four thirty to five or whatever. Instead of going to that meeting, he would talk to his, like, uh, manager and be like, hey, like, I'm not going to make the meeting for whatever reason. Uh, So-and-so is going to, you know, take notes for me, email them to me, and I'll have everything. And usually, like, managers would be like, okay, because they think it's a one-time thing. And then you eventually just move into where, like, you sort of push that boundary where you're like, listen, I'm doing everything you're telling me. Like, I'm hitting my numbers in your yeah. case. And I'm not showing up to work anymore. You, like, work it that way. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, I guess you're kind of right. Like, actually, you're doing better than you. And you work 
like three hours a day doing the same thing and not like as long as you hit your numbers yeah and that's what like was happening but then covid like you said a lot more people realized what free time felt like Mm -hmm. and they were like holy crap is no no like it sped it all up i mean every level job mainly went work from home obviously outside of like blue collar stuff like welders and stuff like you can't yeah like my dad didn't uh can't weld from home yeah <laughs> well like I mean, obviously you, you can <laughs> you can but like <laughs> it's really hard like weld well that's ship. the thing like no exactly and obviously like a ship welder isn't gonna sh- like weld a ship himself from home you get on zoom with it <laughs> But a ship welder can, like... Can you imagine that picture of a ship just in, like, on your screen? You got your welding stick, you're at home just welding the, the air. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing my job. But that that person who was welding ships who, you know, might have been out of a job because ships weren't being welded for however long, might have started his own welding YouTube channel. And now he's making as much money because people will sit there and watch your stupid welding videos for hours. Welding how-tos. Yeah. It's so big. And, you know, you get sponsored by a welding company and this and that, and, you know, you get these uh, income streams off of it, and then you're like, well, why the heck would I go back to building ships 40 hours a week when I can make three videos a week and make my money? Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's just interesting, and I know... Obviously, I work more on IT, a little bit of blue collar, but mainly IT, like engineering type of like high level, like medium to high level type of jobs. I don't do too many lower level jobs, but I know those are the ones that are most hurting, the lower level ones, like restaurant, Mm -hmm. anything that's like store, like brick and mortar, like store retail. Like I, you, I don't think it's possible to go into one of those places and not see like a help wanted, help wanted like sign or, or like anything like that like yeah. we're hiring or like sorry we don't have any staff we can't accommodate yeah like we can't yeah i know restaurants are really hurting on that with we don't have either enough kitchen staff or we don't have enough wake waiters and we don't want to overwhelm like them and stuff yeah. like at least they're transparent on the front end usually which is really nice but yeah um I, yeah I, I, what do you what do you think the main reason was for just like that well, I was thinking about something today that sort of ties into this. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about, like, for example, with what I want to do at my house. Let's say I could could end up making enough money to like pay myself a decent wage. And then also maybe even hire so, a friend yeah. or my dad or maybe both. Like, depending on how sort of big it got and what all it entailed not just like the gardening part but more into like helping other people set up you know and me sort of if you will helping my friends who are my age and paying them maybe more than they would get typically since you know typically people our age don't really get the pay because we're younger we're not as experienced and how there might be here soon and i don't know this for sure but it's sort of what i feel like we're like people our age are going to start to either be like making money that they're going to be sort of in a way investing into their other friends by hiring them and this and that and like people our age i feel like are gonna sort of rise up in the 
I don't know what to call it, like the cyst, like the class cyst, not class, but like middle class, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And I think it's just interesting because I think that's happening with a lot of people who have had their time off and they're sort of thinking, okay, let me start something. And they know what it's like being like a hard worker, like in shitty jobs, like where they didn't get paid what they thought they needed to get paid. They want to treat their employees better and make that happen. I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's good things that sort of have come where the people who want to want to like do something big because they realize that if they keep working at the place they're working at, they're not going to be fulfilled. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think that I think that COVID, with all the the shutdown that was bad for a lot of yeah, yeah. companies, is gonna start a lot of new companies that are gonna be resilient. Yeah, I'll be interested to see whether it's new wave of stuff or like obviously there's I feel like there's there's been a lot of jobs started, you know, within the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, people starting their own thing. Yeah, I do wonder. In the next 10 years, you know, who's going to make it and who's not. Because yeah. some people aren't going to make it. Some people may get bought out. Yeah. Or some, some people may thrive or something And like even that. like you just said, like not necessarily even when starting your own thing, but what just happened was like a massive job shifting. Mm-hmm. You know, people stopped working jobs that they didn't want to work anymore. Yeah. Whether it was in the restaurant. I mean, you can, wherever you see it is where it, it happened. Yeah. You know. Like, people didn't want to work in restaurants anymore because they've sat there and realized, like, holy crap, like, this is not necessarily worth my time as much. And I think that's why you might see more, like, part-time workers now. Um, People picking up 25 hours a week Mm -hmm. to supplement what they're doing with their Their... 30 hours or 40 hours. They're making this a full-time thing, not their... And I don't really like the term side hustle, but instead of it being a 40-hour week for your boss and a 25-hour week for your side hustle, Mm -hmm. they flipped it and said, let's do 40 hours a week on my side and 25 hours for someone else Mm -hmm. and try to live on less to bank more on what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's just interesting. And I I can't wait to see kind of what comes of it and what the new age I think it's going to be. I mean, as of right now, I am pretty much like fully remote. We go into the office once a week. Um, and I know, I got a feeling the day is coming, probably in January, like in the new year, or maybe in the beginning of Q2, where it's going to be three days a week in the office and stuff. I know the CEO had already said that no matter what, they're going to keep it at three. Like that's where they're going to stop. It would be three days in office and then two days remote. So that's a big kind of shift right there. You can say, all right, like no matter what, like this job, you're going to have two days remote. Yeah. Like, yeah, wow. no, exactly. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a pretty big, wild. That's a big thing right there. Yeah. Um, but they were like, yeah, three, three days in office. But if you're, you know, if you hit this goal and stuff, two days in office, 
And if you've been here for this long or something, it's one day on, on office. And if you hit this gun test and you've been here for this long, I don't give a shit what you do. Mm-hmm. Because I don't care. Because you do your job. Yeah. And you do good. Um, so, yeah, it's just interesting where everything's going to kind of go with it. And that's the thing, like, you know, you can almost, and I don't know this for sure, you'd have to tell me, but you could almost get to a point where, like, you have enough rolling spread that your company doesn't fucking care if you're not putting on, like, massive amounts on top of that. If you already have a massive spread because you, you're you getting them paid, you can almost do nothing there are and some, there, there's some people do something else and you're still making yeah there, 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 there's definitely some people um you can't really do it in in my position as a as a recruiter as a pro but as an account manager i guarantee there's some account managers in our in our company that are like you know super high account managers you know that make a lot a lot of money um but and you know literally only have to go in like one meeting a week or something like that and like especially if you get like long-term type of contracts so you know your your spread's not rolling off i mean I, do they I, have like three year four year oh, five yeah. year contracts my bo- boss tell me years ago that there was one guy who was like 70k or 60k account manager but then respectively that's like making like 600k right there like a year but it was all like five year long like contracts and stuff. So he like he was he only came into work like Tuesdays and Thursdays to do like timesheet stuff, make sure everything was good, uh, and then like admin stuff. Like that's like all yeah. I did. But yeah, yeah, like imagine didn't if go you in a got... single meeting, didn't do anything. He was like, I got all my people, they're good. they're good. Like I got five years. What if every year you could just put on like a massive five year? It'd be nice. You know? It'd be nice. It'd be wild. It'd be nice. It, only if the world was perfect. Only if the world was perfect. And that easy, but it's not. So, <laughs> tough to do, kitty. Can't, <laughs> can't do it. But, yeah. Uh, I just... I mean, I... I, I wonder how long it, it's going to keep up for the whole... I feel like um, at some point here, and I don't know when it'll be too, I think that, like the younger generation is going to sort of figure out the business world extremely well and have all the older people, like, working for them. Kicked out. Like, I mean, like, older, like, basically sort of, like, not, this is an example, but me and my dad's working for me. Yeah. You know, that sort of type of thing. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, fucking thirteen-year-olds trading crypto and making <laughs> making money. Yeah, no, exactly. Thinking about little. I, I've read so many stories of teenagers making more money than their mom and dad's income, like household salary put together. Um, That's like, what I mean. Like <laughs> trading crypto, like trading like yeah, crypto or doing stock uh, market, uh, Alibaba, whatever it's called. Oh like uh, yeah, the drop, drop shipping. shipping. Yeah, like. Amazon stuff, Airbnb stuff, like, there's just, like, these kids, like, yeah, like, I, like, pay my, I, I pay my uh, family's mortgage. They're, <laughs> <laughs> like, 12. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, last year I actually paid off my family's mortgage, because I fucking make so much money. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I flip Jordans. <laughs> yeah, dude, shoes. I sell Supreme. I sell Pokemon cards. 
Like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a card dealer. There's this one dude who was making uh, antique spoons in the rings. Yeah, I actually follow that guy. Yeah. I actually like them. If I was a big ring guy, I would uh, I definitely, I'd get one of them. It was a cool Rolex He was like one. 17 and he was making like a million a year. Yeah, he just buys spoon rings. He just goes to breaks them all and, spoon. and has different size rings and then cranks it to the size, like sands and stuff. Mm-hmm. Takes a picture, says, all right, $45. And then, you know, like, okay, cool. And what he did was smart, too. He sent a lot of his rings to influencers. Mm-hmm. So they free. all wear them. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, And that's something, man, if I wish I was an influencer... Or something like that. Obviously, like, <laughs> well, I, we are. So obviously, I always go back to David Dobrik, but that's just me. But like, think about it, like David Dobrik probably gets. I never, in fact, puts out a lot of it on the story, but he gets so much free shit of food and clothing and shoes and stuff. Like, eventually, get to a point where like, if you want to, you really don't have to pay for clothing anymore. Oh yeah, no. like, I would love to have. A point in David life. Dobrik could just about hit up any brand and be like, hey, could you send me a sample? I'm thinking about doing a video with your stuff. And then never do anything with it. Yeah. And get free stuff. But any company would be like, yeah, sure, here you go, David. Yeah. Especially like smaller ones too. Yeah. Stuff. But like, yeah, it's just crazy to think about. Like, you're not going to just be sponsored by just like WRV because I love WRV so fucking much. You could though. I mean, you can be sponsored by WRV to take pictures. Yeah, I know. I, I, that's always that's something I've always thought about. But like, like Ella Bean or something like that. Like if yeah. you know, like if I was like All famous, if I was just famous, like every you know, everyone's wearing like Versace, Gucci, and stuff. Oh, who's sponsored by Ella Bean? And there's people like that. like and like really like you don't want someone big? No, like I just love their class. I love the way it looks. It's like someone's like, what are you sponsored by? Oh, uh, Old Navy. <laughs> Isn't Kanye, like... <laughs> I don't know. Investor? Who... I want to know... If y'all had to be... If you were going to be sponsored by a clothing brand... Who would you be Who would you want? I probably said WRV just for the lifestyle, like... Um, t-shirts and, like, all their stuff is just, like, really casual wear. And then LL Bean for a little bit more of the, like, fancier stuff. I, I just... Big fan of them. I don't know who I'd pick... You you only got any brands that you wear a lot of or something? Um, I know Grace hundred percent would be sponsored by fucking Anthropology. The girl honestly pretty much is sponsored by them. Like, but she She pays pays. for (laughs) pays for every single thing. Like, her whole closet is Anthropology. It's crazy. Like, dude. I, was, yeah, I don't know. Crazy. I don't know why she never just got dropped there like during like summers just yeah. to get some type of discount. Um. Yeah. I, don't know. I guess I'd probably just pick like Patagonia. It's a good one. Yeah. That's another one of those companies where like they're really really good to work for. They yeah. like they give a lot. Yeah. That's flexible work. All that. That's I, I like that. Patagonia is actually a really good ass brand. Damn. They have to switch. LL <laughs> Bean. LL Bean for life. But yeah. Um, yeah. Let us know who uh, who y'all think. Or what what brand or brand or brands would y'all want to have sponsored by you. Or just get always free clothing from them. I mean, obviously, yeah. It would be nice to get like you know, the Versace, like Gucci or something like that. Off-White Supreme. like. Selling. 
Yeah, just literally probably to like resell it, but like my everyday everyday wear, like the stuff like that I wear, I feel like is always like at like at WRB or I got like L Bean. And I feel like that's kind of the way that goes. Some type of surf shop or something for yeah. all my t shirts. I might have to just get rid of all my clothes and just go to Patagonia. Yeah, I've I've wanted for the longest time. Well, I I own a lot of L.O.B. but for the longest time, I just want to give it all my stuff and then just do WRV t-shirts. Buy like a new WRV t-shirt every week because mm-hmm. their t-shirts on average cost around twenty five bucks. So how much that is per week? Twenty five times fifty two. Quick math. Can you do it before I do it? No, I mean, yeah. spend thirteen hundred dollars on t-shirts a year. It's pretty good. You, you think that's too much? Or you think that's all right? Um. That's too much. You but, think that is too much? Yeah, but I mean, if but if it works for you, it works for you. You know, like... Do I burn through t-shirts? Let me put it... I guess that's my thing. It's too much for me, but it might not be too much for you. It might be perfect for you. Uh, the reason I, uh, I burn through t-shirts, my sweat, I get pit stains bad on my shirts, man. No matter what color. Hell, it's sometimes even black. Yeah. It sometimes gets me on some of the shirts. I just, I've had the same shirts and they got holes in them and... Yeah, I can deal with holes, but do you, I don't... All sorts of stuff. Do you not get pit stains? My, like, my shirt's like... And it's not yellow pit stains. It's like gray black. Yeah, I, I don't really deal with that so much anymore. I don't know why I get that crap so But much. I don't really wear shirts in the summer, so... True. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. But... That, yeah. Um, all right, so we'll move on now to, I believe, a card Yeah, is what we're going to be on. So We haven't done this in a while. I know. Probably don't even know what this is. So you want to explain? Yeah, so we do a topic card whenever we feel like it at this point <laughs> um, to add another question at the end in case we don't, like, we used to not have any questions from people. So we would have that to keep things mixed up and spicy so topic for this week is what did you get in trouble for when you were younger and this and i always think these two things these two things one we're at wintergreen snowboarding like just learning how to snowboard having a really rough time at it learning snowboarding it was a little hard <laughs> carrington and i or actually carrington picked up a little bit easier he was he's a pretty good boarder but he, like, was doing it, and he was, like, I don't know, like, mouthing off to me or something like that. Like, just showboating, like, how good it is, because I kept falling. I, like, flicked him off. And he, like, was like, oh, I'm telling. I was like, I don't, I don't care. And then I got told him they got really mad that I did that. Really? <laughs> yeah, they got really mad I flicked him off. That's funny. And I was like, no, I didn't. I was just like, eh. <laughs> I like, tried to lie it off. I was like, I don't know. Like, I was like, I don't know. I got caught in that one. And then another one, another winter story. I got in, tr- I got in trouble a lot in the winter. <laughs> I'm a rebellious winter child. Oh, jeez. <laughs> don't, oh, don't hang out with me in the winter. <laughs> um, I, I just, I, and I'm excited. I didn't mean to like to do this, like really, or I guess like I didn't think about it. My mom, you know, that spring, fall, whatever, had planted perennials or whatever type of flowers in there. And it was snowing, and it was like they were all, all, or it was in the winter now, so it was like a lot of frost, or they were all covered like in ice, but it was like the rain ice. Yeah. So I just started chopping them. And it was like killing the plant. Oh, you know, I was chopping the, pl- the plants gotcha, in half. Yeah. I was chopping them with in, what? My hands. 
Oh, and so they were frozen, and you were just like, yeah, okay, I was I cry jumping, fucking yeah. like flowers, yeah, yeah. just destroying them. Yeah, and my mom got really upset about that because she like just planted them, and you know they were gonna like come back like the next year and stuff. Like, yeah, I felt really bad on that one. I, I like, I didn't, I just wasn't, I didn't think about it. But yeah, I just remember yeah. chopping the shit out of these and her like crying about it. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really, I felt, I felt really bad about that. I feel like, um. For me, probably like getting. What was the question? What did you get in trouble for? What did you get in trouble for as a kid? Talking back. Yeah. Probably talking back. I think there was a couple times like, I there was this one time I know for sure. My mom made me put this stuff called cream of tartar, Hmm. in my mouth, and it is so gross. God awful. Yeah, it's so nasty. I don't even know what the heck it is. I had to do that. Um, and then I feel like I used to get in trouble for... I'll have, to, I'll have to have my dad put in the comments what I used to get in trouble for because I don't even really remember. Um, but also probably like lying about stupid stuff. Yeah. I know I got in trouble for cutting my hair once. I think I got, yeah, no, I got in trouble for cutting my hair before, too. My mom had just paid for a haircut (laughs) that was, like, a styled haircut, and then, like, three weeks later, I put a mohawk in my hair. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Let's know what y'all got in trouble as a kid for. Yeah. I don't know what Jeff and Cheryl, they're bad kids. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, how would they even know what they did as kids at this point, you know? I'm sure they remember. Yeah, no, I'm sure they remember a lot, but I'm just saying, like... What did Ryan get in trouble for? (laughs) Ryan got in trouble. Ryan got in trouble for just everything. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, no, I can't really think of anything else where, as a kid, I feel like I was, like, I got ripped a new one. I mean, I got in trouble in school for plagiarism, I guess, as a kid. I was in seventh grade, Yeah, I think. Or maybe I was in eighth grade. I don't know how. No, seventh or sixth. I don't know how I never got in trouble in my entire life for plagiarism. I really don't. Oh, I straight just copied and pasted this one thing on a blank sheet of paper with my name wasn't on or anything, and then I wrote my name in crayon and like turned it in. Did that's <laughs> all I did through high school and all I did through college. I copied and pasted everything in there. I didn't yeah, change a single word. And I would just cite it, and I just literally I make sure it was cited so correctly, like everything was like and it was cited. That way they couldn't come back in any form. Uh-huh. And then the teachers would always just comment or be like. Oh, like, yeah, like, you're really good at finding, like, passages or, like, quotes and stuff. But, you know, like, maybe, like, put it in your own words. I'm like, no, okay. <laughs> Dog, I'm talking about, like, no, I know. three sentences on top mine, about two paragraphs, someone else's site, conclusion, <laughs> send, and reference or whatever sheet on the back. Yeah. Like, site. yeah. Every single time, dude. That's funny. I was crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I did that. Hey, look! I do it again. <laughs> yeah, not do it again. Bah, bah, bah. Ugh, TikTok. All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead to trivia. Yeah, trivia at Union. At Union, uh, topic is Disney. Tuesday nights at seven. Tuesday nights at seven. Yeah, if you ever want to see us there. Um, 
get Disney. I don't know jack shit about Disney. Me neither. So we're gonna definitely get crap, but can't wait to have that burger. It should be fun. So, all right, guys. We'll see you next week for episode thirty. Peace.